AB, good evening and welcome. Uh, good evening and thank you for having me. Right, so we, we're beginning the month of love, which is mm. February. Yes. And um, I guess what better way than to try and enthuse people to perhaps work towards love. Yes. But what is love and why are we redefining it? The reason we are redefining love is because the notion or the popular definition that people are calling love, I have found it that it, it has been misguided. It's the, it's the cause that we find that we, we are experiencing this violence against women and children and all these bad things that are happening in the name of love. So when we redefine love, we will be able to really know what is love and what is expected of a person when we say that you are in love or someone is in love with you. And I guess because then we must try and go back to the very beginning. Yes. Foundation. Yes. What does foundation or the perfect foundation of love include? And maybe let me start by defining love. Mm. I would like to define love or let me quote uh, Mars Monroe. Mars Monroe said that love is the commitment to meet all of my needs for the rest of my life, expecting nothing in return for me. And I define love as the decision to choose to care for me and my needs daily and you managing that decision daily. Now, when we go back to the foundation of love, I like what in uh, in theology they call a first, first mentioned principles. It's a principle that tells you of the order of things based on where they were first mentioned. Now, coming back to the foundation of love, where we, we see the first account or the first element where love is introduced, we see it from the creator where he talks about when he saw that he had created the earth and as perfect as it was, he ended up creating men or human beings. But whilst the human, uh, whilst the man, the human being was on the earth, he found that this man who have created, maybe let, let Adam, whom I have created, I find that no, he's doing whatever it is that I called him to do or he's fulfilling his purpose or the mandate that I created him to fulfill. But I see that whatever he's doing, he needs someone to help him. Now, in other words, this may, the purpose that God created the woman was that he sh- she should help the man fulfilling his mandate or to fulfill his purpose on the earth. Now, when we are going to, into relationships, the purpose of you being with someone else is that notion that, no, I am with this person because whatever it is that they are pursuing with their lives, whether it's the dreams that they are pursuing or whatever it is that they are pursuing with their lives, I am there to help them. And when we realize that I am with this particular person or I'm going to be in a relationship with this person with the intention or the purpose of helping them, helping them become a better version of themselves, helping them pursue their dreams, helping them become who maybe God created them to be. When we've got that foundation, then we know that when we are saying that we are in love, then we would know that, no, the reason that I am in love, I should do one, two, three, four, five, because it helps, for example, Rebecca becomes a better person. It helps AB do one, two, three, four, five. I want us to go back to the quote by Miles Monroe mm-hmm. and then quickly then jump into yours. Okay. Before we go into our next point, mm-hmm. so the quote that you just said from Miles Monroe says, the commitment to meet all of my needs for the rest of my life and expecting nothing in return. Yes. And then your definition says, the decision to choose to care for me and my needs managed daily. Mm-hmm. Love is a decision you choose to manage every day. Yeah. Because then from what, what, what the two definitions, what one quickly then gets is that there's the importance of the self before it talks about the next person. Yes, yes. 
Right. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes when we're in February, obviously it's always mostly the focus is on relationships that involve two or more people. Okay. Yes. And not so much the individual. Mm-hmm. But because we're just about to then get deeply into the discussion of the foundation of love, mm-hmm. I want for us to particularly then just spare a moment and talk about self-love mm-hmm. and loving the next person. Because it would seem that there's a blurred line in that sometimes one wants to love the next person to be able to boost themselves, to be able to love themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and this is very dangerous. It's very dangerous to find that you yourself are not fully, you don't love yourself enough. Because when you get to a point where you don't love yourself enough or you find that you find yourself that you are insignificant on your own. You can't love the other person. And one, one mentor of mine says that you can't give what you don't have. If you don't love yourself, if you don't love yourself, you alone, then you cannot love the other person. And Miles Monroe goes further to say that before you fall in love, you must make sure that you are single. Being single in the sense that you are you are complete and you are whole all by yourself. When you do that, when you are complete and whole by yourself, then you can, that love that you've got for yourself, when it overflows, then you can share it with another person. But when you don't love yourself, you find that you want other people to love you. And you find that when you, you might find that maybe for you, or your definition of love is that I need to do one, two, three, four, five for you because maybe you didn't have that at home or someone else in your past didn't give you that. Now, when you come to me and you've got that space in you, you don't have that hole or that, that hole or that void of love is not there. You find that I can't, I can't, you can't overflow to me because now you are, you are coming to me as an empty person. So that's why you loving yourself is the real foundation before you love the other person. The, if, when you truly love yourself wholeheartedly and fully, and you don't expect anyone to love you and whether people are there, whether people acknowledge you, whether people love you or not. If you are content with yourself, then that content and that overflow, you can point to the next person. Right. Now that we we fully understand that, mm-hmm. let's get into the foundation, one that then involves the next person with regards to love. Mm-hmm. What is it? I would say that based on a couple of maybe uh, theories, whether it's psychology or philosophy, the foundation is that I am loving myself and the next person will just be there to compliment me. Now, when we when we look at a philosophy, you'll, you'll find guys like Plato, Socrates, and many others who try to define love. Some define love from a bitter perspective because they had uh, some negative or bad encounters loving the next person. But you've also got foundations where you find others who have got a whole, a, a fully blown uh, love perspective. And I like what my friend, when we were having the conversation, I, I had a chat with my friend Precious. And she said that, you know, I dream when I'm old. I want to get to a point where when I'm old, when my grandchildren and my children ask me about love, I will be able to give them an answer from an element or from an angle of peace, from an element or a definition of love, because I would have had felt love at its whole. Not to give them or to answer them, giving them what love would be from an angry perspective or a bitter perspective. Now that we fully understand those several perspectives. Mm-hmm. I know that then there's the inclusion of spirituality. Mm-hmm. Where does it get in? Where would you place it in terms of the levels in which one has to undergo to be able to have the most, I guess, concrete of foundations of love? I would say that 
uh, when we get into spirituality, let me use the word God instead of spirituality. Okay. Because we see the best example of love from God. The first thing that he did after he had created the plans that would ensure that if we made mistakes or we got out of uh, the plan that he had or the purpose that he had for us, the first thing that he did was he gave. The first, the first thing he did he was that he gave of his son. In other words, we could say that from a spiritual perspective, love is expressed even through giving. Because when I give up of maybe the desires that I have so that I will help you or that, that we will together be able to achieve the whole corporate purpose that we would be having as a couple or the corporate purpose that we would be having maybe as, as a community or whatsoever. That's when we are finding, we are expressing our love. And we get to a point where it says, it talks about agape as unconditional love that we experience or we see from God and his example. So even in that perspective, the love that we should have that would be fully spiritual is of that same nature that God has, loving us unconditionally. Whether we've wronged him or not, he will still love us. When we make mistakes and when we do bad or good things, he will still love us. So in the element of spirituality, we need to take him as an example and love unconditionally as he does. Right. Now, when one feels that, that just listening to you talk about what needs to be done to lay the perfect foundation, mm -hmm. when they feel they perhaps have been omitting a certain step, mm -hmm. how important is it for one to at the very least acknowledge or tick the boxes in terms of just about everything that we will be discussing tonight which is then deemed to be the perfect or the most logical of things to be done to ensure that one has a proper foundation of love i would say that whatever because all of us we are different you might find that for you love means a different thing as compared to me but when you find that they found, or whoever you are saying that loves me, when you find that the needs that you've got, the psychological needs that you've got, whether you want to go to the psychological needs from the perspective of uh, maybe Maslow and his hierarchy of needs, or you want to go to the human needs psychology, when you find that all of those needs that you have, let's say, for example, giving some examples of the needs, the need for security, when you find that someone or whoever it is that you are saying that you love gives you a security or a surety that you are the one that they love or you are the one that they care for above everyone else that would, would secure that foundation that you've got or that need that you have maybe you would even go to the extent of maybe even going deeper to say that they are making sure that you've got love and connection with them not only are you maybe romantically involved but you have got a connection more than just the romantic part and even you find that you are contributing with that particular person you are growing when you're with that particular person and even those other elements of fun and variety you are also experiencing that type that's the foundation of when you and you find that all of your needs are met with that particular person. We're redefining love on Motivation Monday tonight with AB Mama Bolo, and we would like for you to join us in conversation. Our WhatsApp text line is 079-295-1212, 079-295-1212. You can also send us an SMS to 47861. Start that SMS with the short code EFM. Each SMS is charged at 1 Rand 50. The SMS line is 47861. Start the SMS with the short code EFM. Each SMS is charged at 1 Rand 50. We're continuing with this motivation session after the break.
Conversations, Mondays to Thursdays from 6 to 8 p.m. The time is 12 minutes to 8. This is Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. On Motivation Monday tonight with A.B. Mamabulo, author and personal coach, we're redefining love. And we would love to hear from you. Do send us a WhatsApp text message to 079-295-1212. You can also send us an SMS to 47861. Start the SMS with the key letters EFM. Each SMS is charged at 1 Rand 50. Now, AB, we've already spoken about what love is mm-hmm. and why there's a need for love to be redefined. We've mm-hmm. spoken about the foundation of love. Mm-hmm. But the thing about everything that has been discussed now is that one could easily say but that's up for a discussion or that's Mm -hmm. up for a debate or that they don't entirely agree with some of the contributions and so forth and Mm -hmm. that's fine but if there was one thing that you would like for everyone listening to us now who is aspiring to work towards love self-love or loving the next person Mm. to be able to take from this conversation Mm. I want you to tell us Mm. What love is not. Okay. So of all the things that we've spoken about to say love is this and that, mm-hmm. what is it that isn't love? Okay. And I am reminded of one of my clients whom I was coaching and she was getting ready to, for marriage. And she asked me and said, Mr. Mabulo, what, what should I look for when I'm going to marriage? And there are some things that you and I need to realize that what love is really not. You know, when you are saying that someone loves me or I'm in love with, with a particular person, you should not be giving up yourself and who you are for that particular person. If someone really loves you, you, you can't be giving up your own dreams. You can't be giving up who you are, what you love, what makes you you and what makes you who you are for the next person. If you really love me or whatever love is, you can't be giving up all of your dreams and your desires so that you would please the other person. And also, you can't also be in an environment or in a space where you are always crying because someone is bitter and they are taking out their stress or their pains on you or the bitterness that they've got on you. You also even can't be in a relationship where someone is making you pay for the damages or the some things that the exes have done. That's not love. And what also, it's love is not also when you are pleasing someone sexually at the even at even at your own expense you find that you are with someone and maybe you've got a wife or a husband you find that you are not even enjoying the intimacy in that particular relationship and it's only for them maybe uh, whether you are having sex you find that not only them are getting satisfied and you yourself are not getting satisfied where maybe you would even get to the extreme of you faking it because you are not feeling that expression of love love is not is also not you becoming a punching bag for someone else. It does not matter where I come from or what happened in my past or what was happening in my family or what was happening in my environment. Whatever happened in my environment, I need to appreciate that the next person that I would say that I love is not the same as me. The parents that I grew up with, say for example, you find that you've, you grow up, you grew up in a family where maybe the expression of love that you saw from your father was when your father was beating your mother or beating your, ch- your sisters or your siblings. That is not the full expression of love. Yes, maybe you might, you might have grown 
grown up in a society or in an environment where you were taught that uh, when when a man loves he will show that he loves by beating his wife that's not love because the next person man may have not even have grown up in that particular environment maybe you'll find that me i grew up i grew up in, in an environment where if you really loved me you would buy me gifts if you really loved me you would sit with me down and you would t- you would talk to me and we would engage in a calm and a nice man so whatever definition it is that you have we need to also have the conversation with your partner ask them what is the definition of love that you are looking for in me how do you want me to love you or which actions should i be making that would make you to feel that you are loved and i remember one one of my my, my mentors esther perel she talks about one of the problems that are happening in relationships where you find that you don't know what the definition of love to your partner is so you would try to love them with the angle of love or the definition that you've got of love you find that you would be giving your partner gifts thinking that because of you where you grew up but that was an expression of love but to them it might not even seem like it's an expression of love but rather you trying to buy their love and affection you find that maybe you are showing that you love your partner by being affectionate and being romantic and find that your partner does not have a good or healthy definition of love and maybe for them they are expecting you maybe to shout at them to beat them up and all those things so love is really you loving the person that you are with the way that they want to be loved in the way that would make them happy in a way that would make them and their needs be fulfilled but when you move from fulfilling the needs of your partner and loving them according to the way they want to be loved that's why you are no longer loving but you are imposing your own definition of love on the next person and make whatever happens and whatever kind of definition that you've got there is no excuse that would would give you the right to abuse the next partner whether they've wronged you take some time if your partner has wronged you take some time to cool down and go to them and say that my partner you've wronged me when you did this i don't feel loved by you when you do one two three four five for you to love me i i i believe or i hope that you would do this and that for me that is when you love the next person all right because in the work that you do as a personal coach Ebenezer, you also then advise people in terms of their relationships mm-hmm. john Claddy is asking tell me this how many exes should one have it depends you know the issue of access i like to use a uh, one uh, one proverb it says that when the student is ready then the teacher will appear you'll find that you might have one ex but you find that you you have not learned all you need to learn for the next person so whether you've got one ex or two exes or whatever amount of exes you've got as long as you've learned the lessons that you needed to learn with that particular person so that when you meet the next person you would have learned and become the person who can love the other the other the next person that you are with in conclusion now how best should everyone experience love i would say that the first thing we need to change the way we are thinking about love yes we might have had been hurt in the past yes some bad things might have had happened to us and those we loved but the experience that they had of love is not the full expression of love and it's not a representation of every man or woman on earth so we need to change the way we are thinking about love and another thing that would would help us to experience love we need to love others wholeheartedly there's this notion that because i've been 
been heard yesterday by a so and so then when i get to another person who who wants me to love them i'm going to hold back but when you hold back and you don't give the next person your very best sooner or tomorrow when you've broken up you'll have regrets saying that no i wish i had done one two three four five another thing that we should do to experience love is that we need to forgive ourselves and we even need to forgive others who have wronged us forgive yourself for hurting those you've hurt and also forgive those who have hurt you because when you are for forgiveness is not about the next person but it's about you because at the end of the day when you are going to home and when you are on your bed it's you who will be facing up the bitterness it's the bitterness that you would be holding in your heart it's the bitterness that you would be holding in your mind that would be the one troubling you and even causing you sickness and i like what one research discovered i was watching reading one research about some russians and they've discovered that by using the words words have got the power to reshape or reprogram our dna so even the words that we are using with regards to love whether they are good or bad they've got the power to change us and our dna and when you use those beautiful words that would empower us they would end up building nice or positive dna that would help us experience a better version of love and when we are not using that or when we are using negative connotations or negative experiences defining love from that angle you'll find that we will have a bad experience of love do we have a quote for the week yes i would say that it's it's what my friend precious said she said that love is beautiful and we can't attract it if we have got stories of a bad love that we are holding in our hearts Makolati FM at the University of Limpopo says, Thank you for a lovely show. To me, love is best explained by 1 Corinthians 13. How important is it for everyone? Because we spoke about self-love and we also spoke about loving the next person. Mm -hmm. How important is it for one to always have something that they are leaning by in terms of their understanding, but also how they continue to strengthen their soul basis of love? Just as with T Makola, TFM Makola, rather, who obviously then is leaning against biblical means. How important is it for one to always have a source where they, they go through or go to to be able to get all that they need to to fully and continue to then believe in love? It, it is very important for us to have that foundation that we are leaning on, whether it's meditation, whatever practice that you are using, whether it's through the expression of spirituality, whatever it is that you are using, use that and it will help you and it will ground you. Or maybe to share one joke that I learned from my friend. My friend said that, uh, it is more important for you to choose a partner who would be good for you and your children than for you to choose a partner who will be beautiful for you only. <laughs> Thank you very much, AB Mamabolo. Your contact details. Uh, wherever you are on social media, you can just search for me or follow me at Ebenezer Mamabolo. And if you'd like to have to, if you'd like to book me as a speaker or as a coach, you can contact me on my number 071-639-7807. Thank you very much. And this is our time. This is where it ends with conversations. Coming up next on Energy FM is Hagi Leboro and Stanley Brown is on Choice FM. Thanks to the content producer, Mami Murashwa, and our technical producer, Emmanuel Quinda. I am Rebecca Pala. Enjoy the rest of your evening.